0: Welcome to the Flowering She Rose Budcast, a space devoted to the Divine Feminine rising within each of us. My name is Anahita, and I'm here to bridge plant and human consciousness as we gather in this virtual garden and explore how plants can guide us in our lives as multidimensional human beings. It's my prayer that these personal stories, transmissions, and medicine music may remind you of the sacredness of this magical life, and the power that lies in your intuitive nature. We're so glad you're here. Hi friends, welcome back. It's episode 7 and today we're going to talk about plant spirit healing, flower essences, and growing relationships with the plants, these highly evolved sentient beings. Plant spirit healing is a really important part of my work and my path. I do readings and one-on-one work with people where I combine intuitive Reiki and also become a channel for the plants and their consciousness to heal through me. And today was the first time that I actually had the chance to speak with another practitioner. Lillian is a plant spirit healer and visual artist, bridging the worlds of human consciousness and the ever-accessible, loving and wise presence of nature's intelligence. Her healing business, Earth Prayer, was birthed from a deep desire to give voice to the plants, weave their prayers into writing and art, share flower essences, and serve her local community with plant spirit healing. Lillian has a background in ecological restoration, permaculture design, organic urban farming, and botanical illustration, and her roots are currently nestled in the foothills of the Sierra Nevada Mountains in Northern California, but before we dive in, I also wanted to let you know that we have another giveaway going on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash flowering she rose. Lillian is giving away a flower essence spray of hers called Receptive Heart. And anybody who is signing up to become a Patreon starting at the $5 a month level will automatically enter the giveaway. I will announce the winner over on Patreon on the next third quarter moon, which will be November 19th. Welcome, Lillian. I'm so glad we finally get to connect here. Hi, Anna. Thank you for having me. Lillian, I've been in touch with you in various ways, one of them being Instagram, but also being introduced to your medicine before I even knew you. Um, So the story is that Last October, when I went to see Ayla Narillo, a singer-songwriter in Glastonbury in England, she brought along a bottle of flower essences in a spray bottle that she passed around through the audience, and she said that her housemate had made these. And um, so I got a spritz of your medicine um, before actually then eventually winning a bottle of St. John's Wort flower essences over an Instagram giveaway. So somehow, yeah, the webs have been kind of interweaving. And I'm really glad to connect about that today and hear more of your story.
1: Me too. I love that you brought up our very first meeting with the um, flower essence that Ayla shared before her show. I believe that one was a heart's ease essence in the spray bottle that she shared And I'm just feeling how much Heart's Ease and the St. John's War brought us together. You know, that the plants are constantly in orchestration of this meeting um, and Mm. of so much in our lives. And I'm just really feeling gratitude for those two plant friends. Yeah, that's actually a really good call because
0: I wanted to start the conversation just by kind of welcoming all plant spirits that are present and guiding us. May we be vessels for them to bring forth their wisdom and, of course, be here as support for us to bring forth our own medicine that we,
1: that we carry. <sighs> mm-hmm. Thank you for calling in our plant allies into this container. Mm.
0: So your medicine has already traveled the world, so to speak, <laughs> and you've also been on tour um, Traveling the world, meeting different teachers and different plant friends, but maybe we'll start from the very beginning because I'd love to know
1: how you started walking the plant path. Yeah. You know, it's hard to to pinpoint a beginning, right? Because, of course, the plants have just been such friends and um, just beings in my life that have really guided My path um, from the beginning. Hmm. I have experience doing ecological restoration. So I guess that was the first um, job where I realized, like, wow, I love the plants so much. I want to be with them and be working with them. And when I think about the trajectory of how the plants have been in my life, it's interesting to note how the relationships have just been over the years becoming more and more subtle and subtle and subtle. So it began with, you know, this ecological restoration piece, which I was doing in Southern California for a few years, and it was beautiful work, and I love being outside, and I love being with the plants, and um, there was sort of this element that began feeling a bit um, misaligned or unresonant, which was humans saying, like, these native plants belong here, and these non-native plants don't belong here. And we were just weeding out so many plants that, as I began to learn more and more about plants, I was realizing, like, wow, these are medicines. These herbs hold these really, you know, wonderful healing qualities. Like, maybe it's a little bit hubristic of us to come from this uh, vantage point of, you know, these ones are supposed to be here and these ones aren't. Maybe there's some greater intelligence at work that's just beyond our human scope of understanding. intelligence in the ecosystem you know why are these plants here um Mm. these quote unquote non-native plants so I decided like okay maybe this isn't the work for me I'm excited to grow food for my community so I spent some time on a really beautiful sweet organic urban educational farm and I was farming for a bit and then realized that um Once again, it was like the medicinal qualities of plants were speaking to me and calling to me. And I was realizing like these nettles that are growing in and amongst the rows of vegetables that we're planting, like, wow, this is potent medicine, these wild plants. So then the wild plants kind of were drawing me into um, books about herbalism. And that started my own journey of kind of just like a self-taught kind of traditional Western herbalism perspective about plants. And that was exciting to me and eventually called me to move from Southern California up to Seattle, Washington, to start hanging out with herbalists up there and volunteering in herb shops and really kind of immersing myself in the world of herbal medicine. And it was in Seattle that I was in an herb shop. Um, I think I went in to buy bottles, you know, to bottle up some tincture I had made at home or something. And this book in their book section called Plant Spirit Medicine by Elliot Cohen, like jumped off of the shelf at me. It was crazy. I've never had an experience with a book like this ever. It was like a tractor beam, like this aura of this book just drew me in in this super strong way. I like... Picked the book up off the shelf. It was like the whole world just like, you know, fell away around me. And like the only thing that existed was like (laughs) me and this book I'm holding. And it had just such a strong presence. And I flipped through and I was kind of like, then my mind kicked back in. I was like, Lillian, you have so many half started books at home. You came in here (laughs) to get bottles. You didn't come in here to get another book. Put it back down. Go along with your day. I was like, okay. So I put the book back down and continued on my day, Um, but it was just one of those things that kept knocking at my inner door. It's like this book just kept popping back up in my head, and I was eventually like, (laughs) "Okay, there's something happening here." You know, like something's wanting to get my attention. Um, So I went back to the herb store, bought the book, brought it home sat down, read it within a day or two, and just cried through the whole entire book. It was like something unlocked for me, this deep relationship, not just with the plants in their ecosystem or the plants as food or the plants even as medicine for our physiological bodies. But this was the first um, experience where I was diving into having a relationship with plant consciousness. And of course, it just resonated so deeply. It was so moving, reading about all of these experiences of people's spirits um, being healed by the spirits mm. of the plants. And that was the portal that I moved through. And all um, everything after that, my whole world just had to do with plant communication. It was just like, I'm in this big urban dense city and I find like the tiny little leaflet pamphlet about, you know, herbalists coming together to practice plant communication podcast coming into my world. It was just like everything was from then on about plant spirit healing. So, um, I found out about a workshop happening here in my home now, which is, um, Nevada city, California And it was just a weekend workshop about plant spirit communication. And even though I was in Washington, I just had the strongest pull, like, I need to be here. This is something I can't miss out on. My heart was just screaming, yes, go. Um, And yeah, that's where I met a teacher of mine who went on to be a teacher for many years. And From her, I found out about the apprenticeship with another teacher of mine, Pam Montgomery, that I attended a few years ago. And yeah, my work with Pam um, is really the anchor that uh, has deepened my relationship to plant spirits and then also my own journey as a plant spirit healer.
0: Wow. Plants have been in your life for for so long, and I really love how it's like this funnel from the physical plane up to the more ethereal planes. Yeah, totally. So eventually you then started to to make your own medicine and offer that to the world. And
1: how did you come to realize that that was how you wanted to serve? Yeah. So from those beginning times on the farm, I had such a um, sweet relationship to making tinctures and making salves and making infusions and kind of working with the bodies of the plants in that way. Um, I'm trying to think. It's hard to even pinpoint when um, flower essences entered into my world. Probably during that time I was living in Seattle, herbalists sharing flower essences with me, and I guess they were on my radar at that point, but I hadn't... um, made my own until beginning to do the work with Pam Montgomery. Um, So that was in 2016. Yeah, flower essences, they've just been so huge in my own personal healing journey um, that it's one of those gifts that uh, has touched me in such a deep and profound way that um, from this overflowing place of gratitude and paying it forward and giving back um, I love so much making flower essences, working with the plants in that way, and then sharing those with others. And it's also um, weaves itself um, into a beautiful kind of fold into the plant spirit healing work um, because mm. at the end of a session with a client, I'll send that person home with a personalized formula of plant a um, flower essence. So it helps to integrate the energy work that happens together in the session for the coming four to six weeks. It's a good anchor to keep staying engaged with the plants and how they're working through our lives. So do you have like an apothecary of various essences um, in your
0: practice space? Or what will you do if a plant spirit comes
1: through that is new to you? That's actually hasn't happened to me yet in a private session with someone where a plant spirit who I haven't already worked with um, comes in who I don't have a flower essence of. Um, And that's kind of one of the foundational pieces of plant spirit healing work is that the plants who are invoked in a non-local way, their consciousness invited into a healing space to do beautiful work with a person. Um, Those are plants who I've developed deep personal relationships with and um, are usually ones who I've also um, bottled essences of. I love that. And it reminds me of how relieved I felt
0: when I started being interested in herbalism. And I heard, I think from Sage of Popham from the School of Evolutionary Herbalism, that really um, what's most important is your own personal medicine kit. You don't have to know, be it as an herbalist or a plant spirit healer, all the plants out there, all the herbs out there, but you have certain plants that perhaps resonate with your own soul imprint, and you're going to draw in those people as clients that also resonate with those plants. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. And um you said that flower essences really helped you and perhaps to have some personal examples. Yeah,
1: they're such sweet, gentle medicines. Um and yet when worked with over time, the shifts and kind of the rewiring of like the deep internal blueprint of our being can be so profound. So the first Flower essences that I really remember having a subtle but profound impact in my life. One was um, monkey flower. There's a um, really beautiful orange monkey flower, Mimulus, who is a native flower um, to the bioregions that I've lived in here in California. And Mimulus um, can be really supportive in moments of anxiety and feeling just way too uh, jittery and overstimulated. And just a drop of the monkey flower in my experience um, has brought such a deep, immediate sense of, oh, I'm back in my body and I'm rooted and I'm calm and I'm here and I'm present. Um, another plant ally who was a really sweet friend along my journey was, um, black cohosh. For me, um, there was an element of, um, feeling more courageous and capable, um, when being with someone who might be experiencing a hard time kind of, uh, having more confidence in my own inner reserves to hold space during that moment or um, support in a good way. And um, you know, it's subtle, but working with that flower essence, starting to realize like, wow, an experience might arise with someone else where um, I would have in the past had a tendency to kind of shy my eyes away or sort of, you know, retract back a little bit and instead just feeling like heart forward you know, I gaze strong, like I'm here for you. And then even not having that, that awareness in the moment of like, oh, this is a black cohosh. But then afterwards reflecting and being like, oh my gosh, that's new. I've never faced that scenario that I faced so many times before in that new way. Mm. So when you were taking black cohosh, was that
0: for a certain topic Did the practitioners say this is going to help you with this intention that we're setting for your life?
1: I was working with an herbalist at that time who was also a very witchy worker of um, magic and healing in the realms of spirit and energy work. So even though she had a deep background knowledge of um, Western herbalism, I went to her for a session of energy work, like of plant spirit healing. And um, I think it just popped into her mind as like an intuitive hit. I think you should be working with this plant, the black Hm, As in work with it physically. And I believe it's just, you know, like how the plants are present in such multidimensional ways. Somehow flower essence arrived into my world and was exactly mm-hmm. what I needed at that time.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because sometimes I wonder whether flower essences how they work because sometimes it'll say on the bottle, this is good for repetitive thinking, for example, and then a person takes the essence and might have less of a, a, a carousel going on in the mind, but there's also so much power in repeating to yourself, oh, I'm taking something to help calm my thoughts that that effect of just your own intention, it's it's even more interesting to take something without really knowing what it's going to be good for, and then seeing what changes you notice in your behavior and your emotional
1: state in your life. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that piece, um, taking of an essence that you might not even know yet, you know, what its medicine is it's just making me think of, uh, one of my favorite ways to work with flower essences is in a group doing an experience called drop dosing where, um, in a circle, there is an intention set for practicing strengthening the muscle of plant communication and of recognizing that our bodies are so sensitive and constantly, um, picking up on communication so subtle in our environment from these living beings, um, the plants, elementals, animals around us, you know, all the rest of sentience on this planet. And um, that we have this ability to be in conversation with them. So it's really fun in a circle to all share an essence where, um, let's say the person who is hosting the circle knows what the essence is, but gives a drop to it each person everyone receives the same essence but no one knows who the plant is so then you sit in deep meditation and awareness with this intention set to be in communication with this plant to ask questions like who are you and what is your medicine that you carry and Hmm. um, what kind of place in my body do you have an affinity for things like that and then in this stillness waiting and listening and speaking those sensations and those feelings aloud into the group Um, because then information like images that pop into our head or a sensation in the physical body that we can so easily just dismiss as our imagination or like random thought or something like that instead when you see it mirrored Um, in a circle of people's experiences, you start to realize, oh my gosh, this is communication happening. You know, someone takes a really deep breath, like the deepest breath they've taken all day after asking, you know, where is your affinity in in my body? Um, Instead of thinking, oh, that's random. Someone else hears, oh my gosh, I just took a really deep breath. And someone else says, I'm feeling, you know, my heart space or my lungs right now after taking this essence. And you know, lo and behold, after everyone is done sharing, it's a in essence, you know, who has like wonderful healing properties that support our our lungs or something like that. You know, it's like a fun um, way of getting to know the plants, but also practicing tuning into our own communication channels and trusting the information coming in from the plants when we engage with them.
0: And it's so fascinating that people do tend to have similar images come up. Like if you're giving someone a St. John's Word essence or an entire group, it'll probably be more of a light session. And um, flower essences are really like a a questionable topic for me because um, the first time that I ever asked for um, a personal blend was at like an herb fair. And there was a woman who was using a pendulum And she was choosing from the set of Bach flower essences. And back then, I I took that bottle home, and I didn't really know what it was for. I mean, she looked at the plants and their descriptions, and she said, wow, this looks like it's for a person who's really anxious and afraid. And I get the image of this single mom warrior alone on the battlefield carrying so much weight. And at that time, I didn't feel like that at all. And I, I took the essence for some time, and then I, I put it down the drain because I got this sense of, well, why am I giving my power away to someone else? It didn't feel right somehow. And then the very first positive experience that I had with essences where I could really feel their power was actually the St. John's Word essence that you sent me in the mail after I won that giveaway. Um, where I took a drop and it was followed by deep emotional release, me crying for probably an hour or so, which, you know, doesn't usually just happen. (laughs) Like we (laughs) cry here or there, you know, And but that was like as if I had been in the middle of some kind of a healing session. And I've also made my own essences because I felt the call, but I'm like I'm still questioning it for some reason. Um, and so I was actually wondering whether um, with these type of uh, like attunement circles that you were describing, do you think that they would also work if the people weren't receiving like a drop of the essence, but if they were just calling in the spirit of the plant? And and, and what's the difference there between, yeah, using the flower essence
1: and calling in the consciousness of the plant? I thank you so much for bringing this up because this is so great. The exact same format of um, going into meditation and listening and communing sometimes would happen with a flower essence. Um, Sometimes uh, we would just work with plant material in our hands. So it would look like, you know, extending your hand with your eyes closed and getting a little bit of plant material receiving, you know, closing your hand and then sitting with somebody in your hand and asking the same questions, practicing, um, listening, uh, deeply and being in conversation, um, with this plant in your hand. Um, and it's, you know, a piece of their physical body. So there's that, you know, it's like the essences are just one form of working with the, vibratory signature of the plant we can also be doing the exact same thing um with you know even pieces of live plant in a circle like this for example but then even i love that you brought up um this feeling of uh like i'm giving my power over to um someone else maybe or why take this essence or something i think those are great questions because um One thing I would love to just give voice to and stress is that we are each so deeply empowered to have these um, healing experiences and develop our own personal relationships with the plants ourselves out in nature, in person, or even in our homes, you know, with our dearest beloved house plants that we love so much. Hmm. So plant spirit healing practitioners, it's amazing that they exist that we can seek help if that's what we're um, feeling called towards, and flower essences, beautiful tools that exist. And also, though, like the at its core most deep um, message that I feel called to communicate is that um, in your own time, in your own environment, going outside, sitting with a tree, sitting with an herb or plant or vegetable or whoever in your garden or your space or forests that you dwell in, whoever that you um, sense is calling to you, you know, cause the plants are, are talking to us and um, so sweetly, you know, uh, getting our attention in different wonderful ways, waving in the breeze, um, displaying their like bright colors that are catching our eyes or, you know, maybe even just like coming to us in our dreams or our thoughts or, in books and yeah so sitting with the plants and listening to them and developing personal relationships every single bit of personal guidance for our lives healing experience um you know wisdom that we are seeking whether it be um some big question about our own lives or, um, even, you know, just questions to the plant. Who are you? You know, what's your medicine? Um, you know, it's like being in conversation Mm -hmm. with a, with a new friend, like, um, what do you want to be called? What's your name that you call yourself? You know, it's like all of this Mm -hmm. information is available. That's right. You don't need to go see a plant spirit healer,
0: you have it all around you and it's all about the actual relationships. And I'm really glad that you're mentioning that. And it's it's empowering to everybody. And, and I think that's also part of the reason why I felt so skeptical about this essence blend a few years ago, because these were plants that I didn't even know about. I, back then, agrimony, she said, it's a yellow flower. I'd never seen it. I think this year was the first time that I consciously saw it out in nature, Uh, I also felt very, it felt strange to me that there was this set of Bach flower essences, um, you know, maybe about 60 or so to choose from, when in reality, there are so many plants that all have something to teach us. And I, I couldn't quite grasp why so many people say, okay, these are the plants that are here to help humans. And it sounded like, well, all other plants aren't really made into essences by Bach. So they're not here to help humans. And of course, like that's not true. It's just that he worked with plants in his local environment, but it felt to me like that's kind of limiting.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally limiting. I feel that every single plant on this planet is a teacher to humanity. Every single one, a blade of grass, um, you know, a tiny little being who you've, uh, never even seen before, um, but is like popping up next to your front porch. or The tree beings, our herbal allies, every green being on this planet. I mean, when you think about it, they've been around for so much longer than humans have. They've been on this planet for eons. And these sentient, conscious beings are highly, highly evolved. They are our elders. They're Like our grandparents, you know, like they are the ones that give us life in every single moment by feeding our bodies with their bodies and by um, feeding our, you know, our spirit, our our life with their breath. Um, Our breath is their breath, you know, it's like, um, and just the fact that they've been around for so much longer than we have. I mean, these beings are so highly evolved and they have a lot of guidance and wisdom to share with us each of them, not just the quote-unquote medicinal plants or kind of maybe more traditional essences that Bach has chosen to work with.
0: Yeah, and I also like how you, in your invitation to go into relationship with plants, said that it's like talking to a friend and just starting small, asking by what's your name, kind of... The same way that you wouldn't just go up to a stranger and immediately be like, what wisdom do you have to share with me
1: today? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Even asking, you know, coming to a, a tree being and saying, hey, I'm going through something in my life right now. Can I share with you? And waiting for a response, you know, being in that level of relationship or even that level of acknowledgement that this is a sentient being.
0: Mm. When you were talking about the trees and saying that they're the ones that give us life and feed our body and our spirit with our breath, that really reminded me of a song of Ayla Rios about the trees. It's called Whispers. So far on this podcast, I've been featuring more budding musicians, and Ayla is definitely no longer in the budding phase, but in full bloom Given the connections between her and Lillian and I, and the whole story that I've told you, I thought that she would be the perfect musician to feature nonetheless, also because she's my favorite out there. Um, For all of you who don't know Elena Raviot, she is a voice for the planet, a modern bard and a beacon of light, singing directly from her soul, blooming like a sunrise to share her gift. The song that I'd like to share with you all today is from her album called The Code of the Flowers. So how fitting about the tree beings. It says, To receive your whispers, tender breath keepers, givers of life to these lungs, may I open my ears and surrender. What can you tell me? How can I tend you? Pine, I am calling
2: to you, husband, I am singing. To you, redwood, hear this song. porch bark, weeping willow, dogwood, blooming. Whispers, tender breath keepers, givers of life to these lungs may I owe. You
0: Thank you, Ayla, for letting us feature your music. Thank you, muses and tree beings, giving life to our lungs. And may we all open our ears and our hearts to receive their whispers. Now back to our conversation with Lillian. Lillian plant spirit healing it's still fairly new in the healing world i mean it's not new it's ancient it's what it's what our Mm -hmm. ancestors have been doing forever but you know if if you say something like oh i practice reiki i'm a reiki practitioner or i do tarot readings and okay people have a general understanding but plant spirit healing
1: hmm maybe not so much so there's a similarity in where healing is being focused in a plant spirit healing session in the sense of like Reiki, which you just mentioned, Um, because healing in the realm of plant spirit healing work is happening on the level of our energy bodies and also the level of our spirits. Um, The unique aspect to it is that the intelligence who is um, guiding and facilitating the actual healing is the spirit of the plants or a particular plant ally, Um, one of the foundational elements of plant spirit healing is being in deep communication and deep relationship with the plants. So recognizing their sentience, recognizing their intelligence, their highly evolved consciousness, approaching them in that way with our hearts open and our minds quiet, um, with an intention to be in conversation and to listen and commune with these beautiful beings we share this planet with. So in that relationship building, the plants share so much, so, so much. And um, a lot of what they share can um, come in the form of uh, guidance. It can come in the form of words, information, downloads, um, direct healing experiences um you know in our physical bodies our emotional bodies our psyches um to our spirits i mean like it's all possible if we really set the intention to commune deeply the level of healing that can take place personally and just how much can be received and in that relationship um there's so much medicine and gifts um, that might guide us along in our personal journeys. Um, and at the same time, it um, becomes obvious when a plant gives a gift that's meant to be shared with the collective. So another component is recognizing that plants are multidimensional beings, just like humans are multidimensional beings. You know, we exist outside of our physical bodies and. 3D um time and space and we all have you know senses of that at least in some way like you know like the boundlessness of time when you have a dream at the night in the night and then you know whatever you dreamed about kind of comes about the next morning and you're like oh my gosh you know I dreamed about that last night um or you know being connected really closely to a friend or like a family member and you're thinking about them and just, you know, you haven't talked to them in months. And in the moment you think about them, you like your phone is ringing and you pick it up and it's them, but they live like on the other side of the planet. You know, it's like, um, we know that we exist, you know, in a multidimensional sense. And so do the plants. So, um, holding that awareness the spirit or intelligence of a plant being um, is invoked into a healing space without necessarily their bodies in physical form needing to be present. So plant allies who I have a relationship with, you know, they're kind of in like my little like spirit medicine basket. And depending on who the person is, you know, and what they're bringing to the table, the person who's receiving healing will inform Uh, what plants are called upon and um, what gifts are invoked and how they're directed to support the person who's receiving deeply coming back home into alignment with the truest essence of who they are. So that is really what the plants are helping us to do is to remember the truth of who we are, um, to come home to our, um, divinity, to free flow of energy throughout our bodies, throughout the meridians of our systems. Mm. Um, you know, composting in a really uh, healthful way um, our life experiences so that pains um, fuel and support life moving forward. You know, that coming back into alignment with um, the essence of nature and the truest nature of ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, the essence of the plant helps us remember our own
0: essence. Um, By the way, I love the way that you described this process. And um, it's really important to note that when you're working with someone in a plant spirit healing session, they they don't actually need to take the plant physically. They don't need to commune with it physically. There's no tea or tincture involved, right? Mm -mm, not at all not even an essence necessarily
1: yeah not not necessarily i mean like the work that's happening um think more like um chakra clearing or alignment work or getting the meridians of our energy bodies unblocked and moving by removing negative imprints or intrusive energy that isn't us that can just kind of get stuck in our being sometimes or you know, even work like looking at our soul contracts that we made with our primary family members when we decided to incarnate into this lifetime and learn our lessons with each other. We can, um, work with the plant spirits to look at those and, um, receive support in our dearest, most intimate familial relationships. Um, we can do soul retrieval work. We can remove, um, you know entities and possessions there's that's the kind of work that we're doing in a plant spirit healing session and it's the consciousness of the plants who are the ones doing the healing work and i'm holding the space and setting the container and inviting them in right i guess ultimately it's the person themselves that are
0: healing themselves with the guidance of the plants with the help of the plants Yes. like And in, in, since we're ultimately all um, sovereign beings. In a session, do you mention what plants are appearing in front of your
1: inner eye? Do you share that with a person? Um, sometimes in the moment. Um, oftentimes it'll happen afterwards. Yeah. Where I will share who came in and what kind of work they did and um, also how to continue engaging with them, how to Keep that living relationship alive and fruitful, moving ahead, integration, all that good stuff.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting
1: for me to hear how other people are
0: working. You're actually the first person that I'm talking to that knows what plant spirit healing is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have a teacher in that sense either. I, I kind of come from the more of the Reiki corner, and plants just started weaving themselves into my Reiki practice. So instead of just, quote unquote, just channeling source energy, I would then see the images of specific plants and um, hold their image
1: over the chakra that they wanted to work in. I love that, that it's just um, been such an intuitive journey for you. I think that's really beautiful.
0: I haven't been called to read any books on the subject either. I, I think um, there are wonderful books by Pam Montgomery, about plant spirit healing and like, as you mentioned, plant spirit medicine by Elliot Cohen. I read one book by Stephen Harrod Buner that was about communicating with plants through the field of the heart. But yeah, it's kind of been like the plants are saying that it, it hasn't been the time for me
1: to, to read any books. It's really like, they're the teachers. Yeah. Books are great. Books are really helpful. They're filled with lots of great information and can be very inspiring and informative you know to us on our paths and at the same time i think it's good to hold the awareness that um, the information in a book in some sense is limited and all of the information contained in a book and more can be received in direct communication with the plants if you're from a loving and sincere and open, curious place, asking them. Mm -hmm. And that it's great to have human teachers. It's really, you know, so beneficial for many of us. And at the end of the day, really, um, Pam, you know, she is pointing a finger and saying the plants, they are your teachers. You know, I am a teacher and the plants are the teachers to all of us. Um, that are accessible to each of us in every moment, in every environment that you find yourself in. There's a plant around, which means there's a teacher around.
0: Mm, Beautiful. And also when you
1: spoke about your experience
0: of, of reading plant spirit medicine and, and crying, it's like the books are just reminding you of, of something that you already knew deep inside. And when I, saw the introductory video to Asia Suler's intuitive plant medicine course, just a two minute clip. I also cried in recognition um, because it was like a door was opening to a part to something that I I already was. I just didn't consciously know about yet.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I often hear people throw around the terms, plant spirit medicine, plant spirit ceremonies to talk about um, sort of shamanic ceremonies that involve taking physical plant materials such as ayahuasca or cacti, um, or even psychedelic mushrooms, even though they're not plants. Um, because, well, these plants are illegal, and so it's not necessarily something you would talk about as openly on social media. Or even as a as a practitioner, as someone who offers ayahuasca ceremonies, you, you've got to kind of um, describe it in a different way. And so, yeah, I just wanted to point out that there is a difference between those types of ceremonies where people really do take a physical substance and the plant spirit healing that is happening on on subtle levels. Um, do people ever confuse your work with? these other types of ceremonies that I was mentioning?
1: I haven't experienced anyone um, confusing the work that I do with, um, you know, sitting in ceremony with, you know, kind of what we call like our master plants or um, these entheogenic, uh, strong, loud beings who are really supporting Um, evolution of human consciousness at this time I want to honor that path in a big way and at the same time um, you know speak to the fact that this work is um, you know what it's illuminating the this type of plant spirit healing is that um, those dear plant medicines you know they speak in a loud way in a loud voice and Um, hold you know invaluable medicine um when worked with in a good way in a respectful way um and you know with intention that's aligned with um you know the evolution of humans here working in relationship a harmonious relationship with the dream of grandmother earth you know her own dream for herself here and the way we weave ourselves into it um At the same time, I feel so strongly about being a voice of all other plants, you know, reminding humans that every single plant has just as powerful of a capacity to expand human consciousness, to support um, our own um, coming into alignment with our divinity, coming into alignment with our purpose here, coming into alignment with the truth of who we are, why we came, what we're here to do, to hear the voice of the earth, to hear the voice of the elementals and the plants and the animals and the minerals and um, to heal our bodies too. Every single plant holds this um, medicine power. It is up to us um, for the quieter beings like, you know, the herbs in our garden, our trees outside and the grasses and, you know, little Mm. succulents in a pot on our desk who we adore so much. It's up to us to quiet ourselves enough to hear those who just speak in a softer Mm. voice. Yeah, so this plant spirit healing work uh, that I do and that I engage with is working with our more common plants. So part of your training with Pam
0: also involves you communing with these plants in ceremony with these more common plants on a physical level too. Right. Um,
1: I'm curious what that's like. Yeah. So one of the amazing um, offerings that my teacher Pam extends into our community and um, really she's traveling around the world. So communities around the globe is Plant initiations or plant diets. And the structure of a plant diet is uh, fasting with a plant for three days. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of um, sort of your own like purification process um, leading up to the plant diet, simplifying your diet. Um, You're preparing your body to be a vessel that is clear. Um, to receive the plant and we come together on the first day and set a strong intention to go deep to work in a deep shamanic way with one plant ally and collectively we're drinking a ceremonially prepared elixir of that one plant and yeah so we're ceremonially ingesting a um, elixir made of for example, California poppy multiple times throughout the day for three days while fasting. So mm. you go deep, and there's a lot of healing that takes place on every level of our beings. Really, you can go deep as, as the intention you set for um, healing our emotional body, our psyches, our physical bodies, our spirits, our energy bodies. It's working shamanically with the plants working with their, yeah, with their consciousness and their intelligence. And when you get still and quiet like that, um, and attune for three days, you really hear and feel the presence of these beings supporting our growth and our evolution at this time. And just one more piece of the reason why they're called plant initiations. This is actually a a a format of working with the plants developed by Carol Guyette who uh, lives and works in Ireland but she travels around the world too Um, and then this was shared you know by her with Pam and then there are some other really dear wonderful women holding these plant initiation containers um, here in North America they're called plant initiations because the plants, we're uh, honoring them as the elders in our communities and our cultures that are initiating us. So, so many of us adults are, you know, roaming around through our lives as uninitiated people because we don't, you know, for most of us in Western culture, at least, we don't have traditions or lineages that are intact and um, offering rites of passage Initiations, and we just don't really have that culturally anymore. So, we are looking to the plants as our elders Mm. to initiate us. So, in this three day fast and deep dive, they are the ones who are um, reminding us who we are and um, what our contribution is, you know, when we. Um, enter back into our lives, enter back into our communities, into our world, You know, emerging from the initiation, um, knowing who you are and what you came here to contribute. The plants are helping us in that way. And these three-day plant diets are such a powerful and wonderful way to commune. Wow. It does sound intense.
0: (laughs) I admire the courage to really go do that work for yourself, for your own healing, but also ultimately for the world and for the community.
1: The benefit provided so vastly far outweighs the discomfort. So I have some flash questions that
0: I'd like to ask my guests. Um, The first one is, if you were in essence, what would you be? You can also be a blend.
1: You can be anything you want to be. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, I'll be a blend of motherwort and a really... A beautiful being who just graced um, us with her presence last month, who's called Queen of the Night. Um, oh my gosh. Do you know Queen of the Night? I, um, I just drew
0: some flower cards online, I think on powerfloweressences.com. And the card that I drew today was Queen of the Night. Yeah. No, you're kidding. I didn't actually read what it said. <laughs> So now you get to tell me what
1: she stands for for you. Ah, oh, oh my gosh, Ooh, <laughs> I'm getting shivers. I have total full body shivers. Okay, so Queen <laughs> of the Night. She's a succulenty cactus plant who has been living in the corner of our kitchen you know, with these kind of like gangly, dangly long arms. And I have to be totally honest, I'm not proud of this confession, but I have not paid this plant much attention in the year and a half that I've lived with this plant. Just so humble and unassuming, you know, just, and she all of a sudden last month um, started growing these huge like alien looking like covered in these like pinkish tentacles these buds just like emerging of four of them out of the sides of her leaves and the big white gorgeous flower that emerged um, the first one one evening she's called queen of the night because this flower blooms around 10 p.m stays open all night long and then withers before sunrise and that's that's story of that blossom um so then the three other buds all they collectively opened at 10 p.m around the following night and then withered before sunrise and that's it it's just this like this like presence that is so intoxicating because her smell is beautiful the aroma i mean think about it she only blooms for you know, a few hours, one night of like the whole season, you know, it's like, you want to tell the whole town that, you know, you're Mm -hmm. open and that you're um, awake to the night. And her medicine for me right now has been described like a match struck in the night. So like a flame emerging in a period of darkness to guide Your path and to light the way and to bring clarity when, you know, we might be kind of moving through a passage of like a little bit of, you know, maybe confusion or when we need a bit of guidance, um, she is there like holding the lamp light, like holding the light for you and also, um, supporting you along your path and like getting clear of whatever it is that, um, you know, you need clarity around. There's this other element too of a flower so big with such presence, such beauty, such magnetism um, emerging for this short bit of time um, out of such an unassuming plant who, mm-hmm. in five years, hadn't bloomed yet. So it was her very first, that plant's very first time blooming. And that's why it was such a surprise to everybody. The fact that such gorgeousness came from a plant that I'd been sharing space with for so long and had no idea at all, like could not even comprehend like what was hiding inside of that plant, like what was waiting to emerge out of that plant in divine timing, like just by the act of grace,
2: hmm.
1: such beauty unfurling um, with such a surprise. And I feel like that plant was really speaking to me the fact that I just have no idea like what's inside of me. Queen of the night was like, you don't even know the extent of you. There's so <laughs> much gorgeousness that just at the right divine timing by the act of grace will blossom out of you. Ah, that's beautiful. I just like to invite you
0: to share with our listeners how they can connect with you and where to find your medicine and your products and your offerings.
1: Yeah. So right now, the best way to connect with me is via Instagram. My handle is earth prayer and yeah, I'm revamping my website at the moment. So there is a link in the Instagram bio for my flower essence shop, which is currently on Etsy. So that's where you can find, um, some flower essence offerings, stock bottles, also essence sprays, which are really lovely combinations of flower essences and also essential oils. And those are nice to spritz around you, like into a space, you know, just when you feel like your body, your mind, your spirit kind of needs a little A little something, a little pick-me-up. It's just another good way to work with the essences in a way that also, you know, weaves in the aromatherapy, which is always so nice. There's some um, original artwork on the Etsy shop as well. And I see clients for one-on-one plant spirit healing sessions here in the Nevada County area. Sounds great. We're coming to the end of our
0: conversation, and it's been a wonderful overview for this topic that's so dear to my heart. Thank you so much for being here
1: today, Lillian. It's been such a pleasure and such a joy to connect with you and you hold such a sweet space. Thank you for being a voice of the plants as well and really um, creating this platform for sharing and for the plants and all of their sweetness and medicine to ripple out through the airwaves beautiful work you are doing you and may it be so may it ripple out and all
0: the fairy dust sprinkle upon you (laughs) (laughs) and so it is and so it is and thank you so much for listening and being here If you enjoyed today's show, then let a friend know, subscribe to the podcast, or leave a review on iTunes. If you'd like to sign up for the giveaway and also receive further audio bonuses, then go ahead and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash flowering. She rose to become part of this community, this sisterhood of the rose.